The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host for the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and sports medicine specialist and orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush. University Medical Center. This week we're going to discuss a number of sports injury-related topics as we normally do, including having on as a guest Cole Cruz. He is an outstanding personal trainer from our city of Chicago, talking about fat loss versus muscle gain, some of the myths and truths. Also, Dr. Cole and I will talk about doctors collaborating with one another at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush within his practice in the operating room and in patient rooms, and they get to... uh, talk and kind of share information and it's better for the patient overall we'll discuss more and then also we're going to have on from Athletico Dorothy Cohey a doctor of physical therapy is running bad for my knees we'll talk a little bit about Athletico's endurance program and uh, also uh, anything a runner can do to help prevent knee pain it's sports medicine weekly on this Saturday morning stay with us back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. They're cutting research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Our producer and board operator, George Cotzerillos, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. This is Chicago's premier sports medicine program coming your way each and every Saturday between 8.30 a.m. and 9, only on ESPN 1000. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, got a question for you. How often, well, I know you work out a lot, but um, how do you recover after workouts? Um, pr- probably not enough. It's, I, it's funny because I, I preach this, and so for me, it, recovery gets as far as foam rolling and stretching on my own. Um, probably could do a whole lot more. And I've been taking uh, uh, branched-chain amino acids as well, which is, I guess, some form of oral recovery, you know, because building blocks of our protein, there's actually pretty good data as a supplement. Don't know if it makes a difference from soreness and things like that, but I take that. And then for a while I did creatine, which I'm still plus-minus on from water retention, things like that. You know, always a good thing to talk about, but there's some good data for creatine. But from a manual type of thing for recovery, which is a big part of it, uh, some foam rolling and generally only when I'm sore, not preventative. So you, you a fish oil guy answer. at all? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> oh, you should see my medicine cabinet. You got you to watch. <laughs> I like uh, the fish oil. 
Steve, have you? Well, I, I'll tell you what. Have you had a chance to see the, my uh, TEDx talk, which includes a lot of stuff on nutrition? No, I haven't. Please send right, it to so, me. So yeah, so you go if you just go to smwhome.com. I'll do that. Okay, smwhome.com, our sports medicine weekly website. And there's a blog that uh, Dave wrote uh, about it, which has a link to it. But you should watch it. But the point is, yes, I take fish oil. I do a bunch of things like resveratrol fish oil and branched-chain amino acids. Some relates to recovery, some just prevention. But, you know, real recovery is you have to be actively engaged. Do you do anything? Uh, not really. Yeah. I, I should stretch more, and um, I don't do much recovery. You know, I, I love the fish oil and that. and vitamins but um no i i you know i'm so quick with my workouts and get in what you can and yeah, you know I mean, you shower and get home th- think of it as two different things you know the fish oil like there's a nutritional side there's a medical food side all kind of in the same bucket you know that may help from a replenishment point of view energy take care of deficiencies you may have nutritionally and then think of recovery active recovery is a whole different bucket that especially as we get older if you want to do back-to-back workouts and so forth a big part of it is recovery, so you get as much, you know, we don't have a lot of time, right? So you right. want to get the most out of your workout. So I think that's a big part of it. All right. Well, have you ever done uh, fascial stretch therapy? I've heard of it, but I am, you know, I will tell you ill-informed. All right. We've got a guest in studio with us, uh, Dr. Cole. Cole Cruz is with us, owner of Coalition Training right here in Chicago. He's a uh, certified personal trainer and certified fascial stretch therapist. And, Cole, thanks so much for uh, joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. It's uh, great to have you with us. Um, What are some recovery methods for athletes as they fight their schedule? They've got air travel, overuse injuries. And uh, tell us all about uh, fascial stretch therapy. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of things that any athlete can do. The the common things that come across are, uh, you know, massage, cupping, uh, dry needling, acupuncture, chiropractors, and all these are, they're all great things. But the best part about recovery is that you have to find what works best for you. I think people struggle with that, and they just assume it's one thing or another. And there's so many different avenues. And uh, for FST, for special stretch therapy, I think the most interesting aspect of it is that it's very non-invasive. Most of these other methods are, I'm going to dig in, we're going to move around, we're going to try to release that knot. Whereas this is more, I'm going to kind of feel around, we're going to stretch you out. It's an assisted stretch. So I'm basically doing all this for you. I'm telling you what to do. We're going to do a little bit of PNF types work in there. And it's... PNF, you're going to have to... You're going to have to yeah, s- proprio-neuromuscular facilitation. So it's basically, I'll tell you to contract a muscle, and then after you release, it'll get you deeper into the stretch. Is this stuff... So you're a personal trainer. Yeah. And is this stuff that someone can do on their own, or it really requires hands-on by someone like you who's properly trained? You can do some of it on your own, and I'll teach my clients this for their opening stretches before every session. One of the things that I will always tell them, though, is that there's only so much you can do on your own. Like, a yoga class is great, but you can't create traction in a yoga class. You can't traction any joint, which basically creates space in that joint. So so back up for one second. So obviously, recovery is a big part of your expertise. Of you, were, you train people and so forth, but people who just get into this, and even when they're into it, don't really understand the benefits of recovery. So why don't you give us your 30-second, you know, overview of why you need to use recovery and how frequent you do it and, you know, and, and what do you do if you don't have access to someone like you? Sure. I mean, the primary reason for recovery is so that you allow your muscles to heal. I think the biggest thing that most people struggle with is that they just want to dig and dig and dig. The main thing that we talked about that article at, uh, on ESPN for True Hoop is that these athletes are drilled, 82 games in 160 days. That's hard to, on the body, and you can never re- fully recover, whether it's sleep, whether it's just letting your body not do anything for a couple of days. There's no possible way for you to recover from that. So then you just keep tearing on muscle, tearing on muscle, and that's what leads to injuries or compensations. 
and it's just uh, it's kind of a mess. So, our guest is Cole Cruz, owner of Coalition Training. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, talking about the role of uh, fascial stretch therapy. Cole, how are uh, recovery methods for the general population the same or different from uh, those of athletes? I mean, you come across the same things as in both sides. Is that things are overworked, especially with people like I teach classes at Tread 415, and people will go there six times a week, and it's an endurance class for an hour. Like, nobody can do that right. an hour a day, every day for six days, and not expect to get hurt at some point. It's just impossible. The body yeah. doesn't work that no, way. No, I'm seeing him coming to my office. Oh, I'm sure, all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a little like CrossFit, where I get people come in who, you know, it's, it's good because people do it at a high periodicity. They do it frequently, but they don't give themselves time to recover. And you can never build on anything. You're literally just beating yourself up, beating yourself up, beating yourself up, and you're not taking advantage of all the great work that you're putting in. So, it's do, do you think purpose. if you do say fascial stretch therapy, you can still work out back to back yet, and it affords you the ability to do that, or you still need to give yourself time off, whether it's a week off or a day off? I think you have to listen to your body. Everybody's body is so different. Some people can go three days in a row and be fine. I would say, in general, I would tell my clients two days on, one day off is a good pattern to follow. Uh, and I'll split it up, lower body one day, upper body one day, so that you kind of avoid that. We're talking about fascial stretch therapy. I've got a question for, for Cole, and we're with Dr. Cole as well. We're also with Cole Cruz from Coalition Training. Cole, uh, this is an assisted uh, table-based stretching system. Is it always done on a table? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, that's where the most benefit is because the goal is to kind of settle the nervous system. Most people are very anxious, whether they recognize it or not. So that kind of allows them just to relax, and we get to settle them in a little bit as opposed to them actively participating or uh, having to stand or sit or to address things like that. So you're a personal trainer, and do you do this with each of your patient students, so to speak, or you, uh, you know, obviously offer it to them? Uh, yeah, I offer it as a separate service. I'll do it if a client's hurting. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to push them through a workout if things are hurting. Um, obviously, I'll address things as they come. But for the most part, people will come separately between the two. Well, how do they reach you? And do you have a website? To... Yeah, uh, www.coalitiontrainingchicago.com. Coalition. Yeah. Not just... not Cole, but Coalition. Coalitiontrainingchicago.com. Right. That's the easiest way. Uh, okay. My contact info info's on there. Everything they do with FST and training is on there as it's well. It's a great website. I went through it uh, earlier today. <laughs> Dr. Cole, you got to see it and because he, he's really direct. And uh, that was a good philosophy. Tell us your philosophy of the website. People go to it. I'm serious. It's really cool. Coalitiontrainingchicago.com. And uh, what was your philosophy? Make it a little different, right? Uh, I, I think a lot of the a lot of the training websites or just any sort of fitness website out there, they're very generic. Uh, so my goal was just to present myself with who kind of who I am. It's and, good. Uh, it's really good. And that was my goal. So I hope you guys enjoy it. My wife would love to hear that as well. So She's in it. Yeah, absolutely. She's, of course she's in it. She exactly. Nice going. Appreciate it, Cole. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you. Cole Cruz from Coalition Training. Stay with us more of Sports Medicine Weekly. We continue after this on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy. 
and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. You can follow us on Twitter at SMW Home, and we have a Facebook page as well. And that proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the Live Active Now. Org. But Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, one of the partner group at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. I want to ask you, Dr. Cole, on that uh, subject, do doctors often consult with other doctors in well, front of patients? <laughs> well, you know, so my I'll just tell you how, how our practice is. And, you know, we're very fortunate that I have partners, any one of whom I would let operate on me. So on any given Monday, if I, you know, I have Bernie Bach, who's our uh, the, the division head of uh, sports medicine, to my left. Uh, to my right is Kathy Weber, who you know helps uh, uh, is a, the, pr- the the primary caretaker for sports medicine for the White Sox and the Bulls. And then I have uh, Nick Verma, who is next to her. Nick is taking an increasing responsibility for the White Sox with uh, Chuck Bush Joseph, although all of us you know uh, uh, participate in their care in the in the section, but uh, or in the division, but. To have four people in a line, not uncommonly, I'll get an interesting case. It's a case that's maybe a multi multiple operated on knee or shoulder, and and I mean, even if I've seen it before, the the, the presentation may be atypical, and you know, I, take we take advantage of each other's experience. So, you know, sometimes you see things that I you've only seen one or two of in my whole career, and it, there's no, there's no shame, and I'll say, look, uh, let me let me go get one of my partners. Uh, and I'll bring him in, and I'll just say I'll present it to him like I'm a resident or a fellow, and say, "What do you think?" And I don't bias him. I don't tell, and I tell the patient, "Look, I'm going to be one of my partners. I'm not going to tell him what I just told you. Let's see if independently he comes up with the same the same opinion." And it's and, and you know, frankly, it's kind of fun, and it's one of the gr- best things we have because we you never stop learning. Well, as a patient, I appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully, you know, you wouldn't think it's a sign of vulnerability and what have you. I mean, look, medicine is a very imperfect science. And we're victims of our experience. So that's one of the great, one of the, the best things about going someone who has years of experience is they've hopefully seen it, treated it, and have some ability to predict what the outcome is going to be. It's when you see the really rare things and you don't have any foundation to talk about it or to, to think about it, that's when it's great to have people around you. And then, you know, there's problems which part of it could be very straightforward, and then there's other parts where you're not really sure what the best solution is. And having someone that you can, you know, bounce things off of uh, is tremendous. Yeah, I remember what was it five years ago? I had some. It was poison ivy or something on my on my chest, and you know, I was like, "What is this?" And the doctor came in, and uh, my primary guy, and 
he brought in another or two other doctors, and they all had their opinion on what it could be. You know. Yeah. Now you can just Google it and just see, just show your picture. Yeah. Like yeah. At exactly. But it was it was un- <laughs> it was unusual. And I yeah. thought it might have been um, shingles because yeah. I had that many many years ago, and I had right. a shot cortisone shot, and it went away right away, and then I had my shingles shot, which is. Yeah. What you suggest, and uh, uh, hopefully never get it again. I guess I can't get it again. But um, yeah, I felt good though with oh, other doctors coming no, in. I think you can get shingles more than once, can't you? I think once you have the shingles shot. Oh, once you get the shot. Yeah, yeah got the it, shot. Got yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which is right. highly recommended. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I felt so good about taking yeah, that. You know, right. it's very simple. You go to the local, right? You know, sure. pharmacy and everything. But um, I like that doctors talking with doctors. I don't think patients mind at all. Yeah, I think generally that's the case, and they they appreciate the fact that you have enough humility to say, "Look, I may not know the, I'm not entirely certain on what to do." And look, there are situations where I say, "Look, you know what? Technically, I haven't done that before, and you know he's done you know many more of them. You know, maybe we'll just you know what, I'd like you to see him and he, let him let him do the operation. You know that that will occasionally happen. I mean, we we tend to sort of super specialize now. Um, you know, I do while I do about half my practice is knee. I don't do knee replacements, for example, anymore. So I refer all that, and I have six or seven partners at Midwest who are who are wonderful at that, and that's all they do day in and day out. So we've become so super specialized that um, when you're in a group like that, it's really nice to be able to have resources where you can ask questions and properly refer patients so they're not inconvenienced and you know they're getting the best care. All right, back with more after this on ESPN Radio. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And welcome back, everybody. Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning to access prior shows, interviews, and valuable resources on sports, injury, and fitness. Please visit our new blog at smwhome.net or sportsmedicineweekly.com. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole with you. And Dr. Cole, I want to ask you this, uh, getting into our next topic. How many patients of yours come into your office asking, is running bad for my knees? Steve, that's um, if they don't ask, I often talk about it because what's what's really interesting is that when patients have a problem, so let's just say it's pain, probably their most overwhelming concern is the fact that if they do nothing, they're going to make it worse, and that's really what I the the crux of how I spend most of my days when I'm seeing patients. And when it comes to running, it's really interesting. In fact, about a year and a half ago, we published a study where. We sort of scoured the world's literature for the best literature to look at if you had a diagnosis, for example, of arthritis and then any loss of cartilage, and you continue to participate in high-level activity. So in this case, we looked at sports in athletes, hours of exposure and so forth, when they were known to have a cartilage or arthritic problem. Did it cause the disease to progress? And truth be told, the only two things that came out of that were that excess BMI, so body mass index or body weight, and the history of injury and surgery might be associated with the progression of arthritis if you continue to run and so forth. Absent of that, obesity and history of injury, there's not a lot of data that says that if you run, you will cause or worsen arthritis, which is an important thing for people to know because lots of people run around with arthritis, but they never know until they get an x-ray and an MRI. And we're not in the world, we're not in the business of treating x-rays and MRIs, we're in the business of treating people. Interesting. Let's bring on our next expert from Athletico. They do a wonderful job at Athletico Physiotherapy. Dorothy Kohi is with us. She is a doctor of physical therapy uh, working out of the 
North Loop location on the corner of LaSalle and Wacker. Dorothy, thanks so much for joining us here uh, in studio on this uh, Saturday morning on Sports Medicine Weekly. Um, is there anything, in your opinion, a runner can do to help prevent knee pain? Yeah, thanks for having me, by the way. Um, yeah, there's lots of things. I mean, there can be so many contributing factors to um, a runner, anyone in particular, having knee pain. Um, I'd say it's kind of a conglomerate in the um, running crowd. We tend to lack um, some stability and control when it comes to the dynamic movement of running. And we often find that we have weakness in the glutes, kind of hip area. So it t- tends to be like an area that we uh, will maybe target on. So I'd say in terms of like things um, to stress from a therapy standpoint, in terms of like strengthening and exercises, that'd probably be one of the big areas that we would um, want to hit. If someone doesn't have pain yet, they most likely a lot of us have imbalance and so forth. Is this something that you think is part of a running program? Some, If they're a regular runner, especially doing a competitive running, that don't just run and run, but also have to cross-train, strengthen, condition, and glutes, glute medius, all these things are the things that they should be focusing on. Is that what you would emphasize? Even myself, like being an avid runner, we tend to forget about the extra stuff. We think, oh, we're, we have a race coming up, so I need to put in, you know, X number of miles, like this week and so forth. And we kind of forget about just kind of not even thinking about that stuff as a rehab, but just kind of like as a maintenance type of program. So, yeah, I think it's definitely um, there are some exercises strengthening stuff so that we can, you know, maintain healthy throughout like our running season and be able to reach our goals injury free. Dorothy Cohey, our guest from Athletico, talking a little bit about the um, running being bad for your knees, or is that just a myth? Now, what is the relationship, Dorothy, in your opinion, between BMI, Dr. Cole brought that term up before, and injury in runners and walkers? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, a contributing like factor in terms of um, developing uh, or having a greater risk, I guess, for um, arthritis, whether that's in the knee or the hip, and... I don't know if that's specific, and just like he had mentioned too, like in studies and stuff, if it's specific to like running in particular, um, because you could be an avid walker as well and develop um, arthritis in your joints. Sure. Um, But you have to think about you're carrying an extra load, so that adds to the impact that you're taking with each step, whether that's um, running or whether that's some other activity. Do you guys do a lot of video gate uh, analysis? Yeah. Um, and explain what that is. Yeah. So video gate analysis is when um, we will videotape our runner, and it's in a closed environment, so it's on a treadmill. I know that a lot of runners obviously run outside, but it's the best model that we can um, utilize within the clinic. And we can videotape the individual at different angles so we can kind of assess their mechanics from the top down, like if they have too much trunk rotation or how are they landing Um, and things like that so you can pick it out it's really nice because with a video you can slow it down and running happens so quickly it's really hard just with a naked eye to try to pick out um, the little details and dr cole let's uh bring you in and uh when you recommend people to to dorothy and uh, people at athletico um what are you suggesting then what kind of patient do you see to say okay let's go to step two here in physical therapy yeah i mean i'd say that 
the majority of our visits result in some type of therapy recommendation, whether in, in you know, truth be told, it's mostly a non-surgical thing and um, or post, but it's also post-operatively. So when it's sort of, when it's related to activities and it's not really a structural issue, but rather imbalance and so forth, the classic thing, at least in the knee, is going to be: look, I have pain going up and down stairs both knees. It hurts if I sit for a prolonged period of time in the front of my knees. Never had trauma. Don't have any swelling. It's more often females than males. That's a condition that we call uh, patellofemoral pain. Super common, probably one of the most common knee conditions. So so the, the analogy would be a condition in the shoulder called rotator cuff tendonitis or impingement syndrome. Both conditions respond super favorably to physical therapy. So sticking to the lower extremity, I can diagnose this over the telephone based on three or four questions and get a patient properly treated. And it's, it's, they don't need me. They actually need a, a good, uh, high-quality physical therapist who teaches them the right exercises. And, you know, really, it's probably important that they not only work with the therapist, but the therapist provide something that they can do on their own. Because I, I had a patient today or on, on uh, yesterday that basically, you know, came in and said, look, I had knee pain, did physical therapy, and I was great. And three weeks later, my symptoms came back. I'm like, well, did you continue to do the exercise and learn physical? No, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> and and so I have to you know, have that conversation, say, look, there are certain things that if you choose to do the sports and, and, and involve yourself in these high-level activities, just doing those activities may not be enough. And you got to kind of work, do the workaround, which means the things that you learn in physical therapy uh, you've got to continue to to do that as part of your of your exercise regimen. So I sent her back to Athletico, and she gets two, three more weeks. But you can't do that forever, so you got to get on an independent program at some point. Again, our guest is Dorothy Cohe from Athletico, a physical therapist. And uh, Dorothy, I wanted to ask you then. Okay, building on what Doctor Cole said, so he suggests you know go to Athletico and get something done for the knee pain. You know, you need to do some physical therapy. What kind of exercises treat that? In terms of like. What would you consider uh, patellofemoral knee pain? It's just kind of pain right around um, sure. the kneecap area. Um, so exercise-wise, what we would suggest um, would be, again, probably some of that hip strengthening, some quad strengthening, so the muscle on top of your thigh, doing some uh, leg raises, clams, other things like that. Again, strengthening the glutes and the quad What's the, what's the best way to get the glute medius, which is one, you know, the way I assess in the office, I have a patient stand on one leg and I have them sort of balance and then maybe do a 30-degree single-leg squat. And the first thing that typically happens is their hip drops, their knee rotates inwards, and they basically lose their balance. And the typical answer is, well, I don't have good balance, but it's really that they don't have good strength. So right. if you had to describe, you know, one or two really good exercises for glute medius strength, which is critical, what would you say? Yeah. Um, so one exercise would be to kind of, um, seclude the glute meat a little bit would be to lie on your side and um, raise your top leg up towards the ceiling and that is going to be felt kind of along the side of your hip of the leg that's on top and making sure that also that leg that's on top is slightly extended so you can um, more specifically seclude that glute meat and also there's another exercise where you have a resistance band around your ankles and then you're sidestepping side to side. That's another really good exercise as well. And then, like Dr. Cole was mentioning too, in terms of when you're doing like the little mini single leg squat and how you can kind of see how the hip drops and the knee kind of starts to cave in a little bit, um, using that kind of as a assessment tool. So having um, the individual like stand in front of a mirror and kind of assessing their mechanics when they're doing that too because being specific to running, it's a, you're only ever on one leg. 
Otherwise, it's not considered running because you don't have that flight phase. So, again, and drawing into running, like the mechanics of that are really important. So, having them repeatedly do that, but with the proper mechanics, um, can be extremely helpful too. And it gives them a good feel for what it should be like when they're running. Terrific. Dorothy Cohey from Athletico. The website is athletico.com. Is running bad for my knees. Interesting stuff. Thanks, Dorothy, for being with us. Back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your health care team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Midwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.